Nighttime on Still Waters. This is NB506812, narrowcasting into the night from somewhere on Britain's waterways. Twenty-third of April, Friday. Sitting up here on the roof of Erica, I'm surrounded by warmth and sounds of life. The water beneath my feet shifts in tessellating patterns of light. It is the torpy brown of old Morris Miners, and there's a slow easterly breeze that has the edge of freshness. But the afternoon sun is warm on my shoulders. I can feel the boat gently move beneath me, like something alive. Erica is back in her natural environment. This is the narrowboat Erica, narrowcasting to you from under a night washed silver by an April moon. Welcome aboard. Tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different, as we've been on the move. And gosh, it's the first time since the COVID restrictions at the beginning of autumn. But we're off grid, back home, and it's wonderful. However, I'm still working on the technicalities of how to record and upload, so the episode is going to be a little bit shorter, and perhaps a little bit later. But you're welcome to join us, Canal Side. Under the spreading branches of ash trees, among whose branches bats pitch and dive, we've been enjoying the spring sunshine, and our faces tingle with that outside feel. Donna took some little five-second videos for her sister, and I'm to post them on the Nighttime on Still Waters Facebook and Instagram and Twitter po-、uh, pages, so that you can get a feel for the scenery that we're passing through, and I'll also try and put up some of the photographs I've taken. Thinking about last week's episode and that progression from south to north of spring up the country, and there's something that. This week, I'm beginning to realise for the first time that, as well as flowing northwards, spring also slowly flows upwards. The canal banks and pasture fields, the hedgerows and the isolated islands of bushes are all rich with the colours of spring. That vivid palette of green, greens so green that they seem to call you to lie down in them and roll in their luxurious embrace. And to this palette, whites and golds and yellows, blues and pinks are sprinkled. From ground level to shoulder height, spring is most definitely here. But if you tilt your head upward, you'd be forgiven for thinking that these are the skyscapes of winter still, bare branches reaching up into the blue sky. True, there's a fuzzy wash of olive that halo the bare limbs. But the colours of winter remain: brown, dried leaves, seed head husks still hanging, and the only real, rich, deep green to be seen are to be found in the ivies and the glossy holly bushes. Spring has both an X and a Y axis. 
and now we're moored under a couple of mature ash trees standing in the field margins, probably planted when the canal was cut. Ivy clings to their lower half, intricate clasping veins with heart-shaped leaves. A parasite, but birds and insects love them. It's wonderfully quiet here. The air is filled with the sound of the world coming to life. I tried to capture this this morning. Opposite us, on the other side of the canal, is a smallish field that peters out into a copse of conifer trees. We've been told this is where the herons roost, and it's the colour of pheasant wings. The corner of the field is golden with cut stubble. The rooks take full advantage of it, stomping with their comical strides, fishers of the soil, suddenly taking to the air on their strong black wings diminutive and bookish ravens. On this side, beyond the ash trees that we are moored under, lies a counterpane of small pasture meadows, bordered by a greening miscellany of elder, hawthorn and bramble. Clumps of sheep's wool hang from the branches, embroidered gold by the setting sun, Wood sorrel and sedge border the meadow and the meandering sheep trails across it. Very young lambs with their mothers explore the tussocky grass highlighted as the sun sinks. It's a land where sheep may safely graze. And a magpie swoops low, gilded with silver light. And pheasant calls ricocheted across the trees, their hollow rasps sounding like the talking dolls of childhood when the mechanism had gone wrong and you pull the string and it whips back inside the doll with an unearthly scrunching, scrawking sound. They are disputing territory. The rooks and jackdaws sound mellifluous next to them. But I like their call. It makes me smile. This is one of my favourite spots. We've moored here before. Strong shoots of cow parsley, erect and full of energy. And there's a clump of archangel under one of the ashes. And in the distance, at the far edge of the pastured fields, is another small copse, this time of broadleaf trees, forming a latticework haze of twigs. And like mountain tops and horizons, copses like these have that capacity to awaken me that hunger to be there, to explore, to just be part of it. And as the sun sank further, softened by the ice of high cirrus clouds, the world of insects became visible a whirling, chaotic dance of silver specks everywhere. And now darkness has fallen, and the world 
if not silent, is filled with the noises of the night. But it's not really dark. The moon is big and clear and washes the world in its silvered light, and the shrub growth beside the canal is etched unto midnight blue. And I can just make out the horizon. And if we look out at the porthole next to me, the canal has been transformed. Transformed into a wide pathway of silver, flecked with catkins and starred with fallen blossom, flowing silently and slowly past us. And this is Narrowboat 506812, signing off for the night and wishing you all a very good night. Good night. Temperature outside, 7.4 degrees. Inside, 24 degrees. Humidity, 42%. Dew point, 1 degrees. Wind direction, east-northeast. Wind strength, 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 1,028, rising. Cloud cover, 10%. Cloud ceiling, none. Precipitation, nil. Moon phase, 92.4%, waxing gibbous. Day length. 14 hours 30 minutes. Sunset 2021. Skycasting 5.48.